I don't know how many times I can't say this enough though, but we really aren't financial advisors. Please don't 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 sue us. Don't go out there and tell people that we told you to do this. I promise you we didn't. I, I'm gonna put the share at the beginning too. I'm gonna repeat it. So is that our intro song? Excuse me, I wanna violate Mexico. Welcome back to the Hollywood Podcast. We are back again. It's your host Clark Bent and J- 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 John Doe, and we about to get into some crypto talk today, y'all. Um, stocks is flying, crypto's flying, it's falling, bear markets, bull markets, and NFTs. We're gonna talk about all that. Um, but the main thing we want to ask you guys is, is: Is crypto reliable? Is it in your portfolio? Yes or no? We're gonna talk about it today. Hmm? So I'll pose a question to you. I mean. Can we trust cryptocurrencies? Is this something that everyone needs to have in their portfolios? Just kind of give me your broad thoughts on it. Uh, my broad thoughts, I would definitely say it's something that you should have in your portfolio. You don't have to maximize it in your portfolio. It don't got to be 75% or even half of your portfolio. It could be as little as 5 or 10%. Um, but I would definitely say it's an emerging market and it, it has opportunity. There are a lot of opportunities depending on which cryptocurrencies you're looking at and the specific function that each of them have. Some coins are going to work with blockchain and some are going to just exclusively be fueled to buy NFTs. Um, some won't do anything. Like, let's be honest. That's just the truth. And then some will just literally make more money for you, give out interest and, and kind of build on itself throughout the years. And you can look at it as like a savings plan in this sense. Um, but it's really kind of up to you in that sense. I would definitely say you got to do your own research and kind of see what level of risk you want to put into it. But I would definitely say it's a risk worth taking at this point. I made a few, I've made a few couple hundred dollars off of it, and I've kind of talked about it to other people, and I've definitely talked to you about it, John. And I, the main one I obviously was on was SHIB, and I'm still on SHIB, but obviously right right now we're in a bear market. I think in general the whole whole market's in a bear market, so there's not much to say around that one. Um, but with SHIB personally, for me, there is utility. I see them trying to make utility out of it, and it's so early long. That, of course, I mean, what they do is going to have little impact right now, but in the long run, it's going to have a much longer thought. I would say probably in five years, it definitely, I would I would be reaping the full rewards of my benefit a lot more in time. Um, Reaping the rewards, reaping the rewards of my, I use it wrong. So in the, so in my, so reaping, what is it? Reaping the rewards? Yeah. You get the point at the end of the day. I'm going to be getting this money. Um. So that's my main thing is like you got to look into it personally of which one is good for you. Like I know everybody says Bitcoin and Ethereum are like the set points of like cryptocurrency there at the top. And it's true. They really are. I mean, they're worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Like and I'm not going to say or deny that that Bitcoin is treated like gold. It's treated like crypto gold. And Ethereum is crypto silver. I don't know what crypto bronze is out there. There's actually a fight for that one in those spots. Um but I would definitely say, yeah, like look into your portfolio, kind of consider the risk of what you want to take with with which certain cryptos you want to look at. And then I would say buy in when it's a good dip. Now, when it's still falling, because we're in a falling knife right now, never buy, never try to catch a falling knife. When you start to see a little bit of progress and there's some good news actually going to come up and you did your research. Yes, buy back into it. But right now, we're in a very strong bear market. So, of course, it could it could push you away and it makes them look at it very negatively. That's how I yeah. feel. But let me let you get your get your shit off, John. Yeah, so uh, that I, I will definitely do. So obviously, we've had this conversation a ton of times, and you know, it's not necessarily that I'm anti-crypto, but I'm anti-crypto in a couple of senses. Um, one, I just really look at crypto, and I think it's the ultimate speculative vehicle. And when I say speculation, that's distinct from investing. When I think of an investment, I think of that typically being in a business, Um of some sort. So crypto, there's no underlying asset, meaning that there's no business that's underlying, you know, what you are buying, right? Like when I buy Walmart, when I buy that stock and, you know, they sell lamps and groceries and all that good stuff, and those profits come to the corporation, they can actually take that profit and distribute that to me in the form of a dividend. Crypto, there's no underlying business, right? There's not a grocery store that, you know, is underlying the asset. There's not, you know, a a mechanic, an auto shop. There's no actual business that's underlying it. So it's just a currency, no different than the dollar, no different than the euro, no different than the peso, right? And so, you know, my, 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 my issue with crypto stems from the fact that it's this ultimate, like, speculative vehicle um, that I think there's a lot of hype around. I think you can definitely make money if you're speculating, but I wouldn't recommend it as an investment. So, you know, I would say if you're going to own this, I think it has to be a very, 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 very small percentage of 
you know, the, the, the money that you're managing, like, I wouldn't say, Hey, if you're running a hundred thousand dollar portfolio to put 10 grand in this, like that wouldn't be my recommendation. There's really no way, you know, there's really no way to measure whether you're getting a good deal or not. When I look at an investment, like right now it's a bear market. I think this is the environment that people need to be looking to buy stocks. Um, why? Because you're getting the same business that you were getting 60 days ago, but you're just getting it at a different price, right? So that underlying asset, the business is still there. That's still the same. That's at the core what you are buying. With crypto, you're not buying an underlying business, right? You're just kind of buying an, uh, a currency. Um, and ultimately, I don't really know and I have no way to measure the value of that, that currency or the direction of that currency, um, which, is, which is different than a business. I think the other thing that I have kind of an issue with crypto is I think it will mess up a lot of experiences for first time investors. And what I mean by that is I found that a lot of people have just gotten into the stock market this year and everyone's so excited. And Hey, I saw, you know, Dogecoin go from one penny to 50 cents. And I made all I this money that. and I know all I these people that. that made funny money and that's great, but time out, hold on. Forgot where I was going with that. What did I just say at the start of this? Uh, you were basically talking about how um, it's not it, it, it's ruining the fact for a lot of uh, oh, people new who just investors. got into the market. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's great. But I think ultimately you're going to have time periods like right now, right, where maybe someone bought in at Dogecoin. I want to say Meek Mill. I want to say he bought in at Dogecoin when it was at like fifty five cents or sixty cents. Now it's at thirteen cents, right? He might be panicking and saying, "Hey, you know, I lost all this money. Why is it going down?" But right, you have no actual business to look at and say, hey, is the business behind the asset performing poorly? Is that why the stock is going down? Because to be quite honest with you, like if you own a business and the business is doing great and generating more and more and more profits and people tell you your business is worth less than you think it is, you don't really care. Why? Because you have the cash that's coming in. That's the same way I think about a business. Crypto, that's not really going on. So what I what I don't mm. want to be the result of this is that at the end of this, maybe there's, you know, people lose a ton of money in crypto. And then they just say, I don't want to invest anymore. It's too hard. I don't get it. I don't want to do stocks. I don't want to do crypto. I don't want to do anything. And that, right. that is kind of what I don't want to happen. So I'll stop there. I mean, I have a, a lot of other reasons why I'm kind of cautious on crypto, I would say. Um, I, do think I will say, you know, just 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 for the record, I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with having another currency. You know what I mean? I don't see the crypto as any better or any worse than the dollar, the peso or anything. Um, I think you can make money in it because I think there's a lot of people that are kind of speculating on whether the price will go up or down. And that just provides you, you know, room to kind of make a judgment call. But it is speculation. I don't think it's investment. All right. We're going to get straight into it. Meek Mill, you leave my discussion. My man is struggling all around in life. So him buying into it at 55 cents. I don't think he he even did any research. I think he just seen, oh, this shit popping. It's a meme coin because this coin is the one. Dogecoin is the one that everybody brings up because it's a meme coin and it blew up a little bit. But even in the crypto sphere, everybody was like, this is a meme coin. You guys got to throw something on, y'all. People are investing, but you still need to throw something on, y'all. It's a shunned coin at this point. The, the reason it's still so popular at this point was because of the uh, cause of this popularity that it had when it did go up. And now all of America is buying into it, but people aren't actually doing research into it. And Meek Mill is one of those idiots. Let's be honest. Uh, no offense to Meek Mill. I love music, his music and all that stuff, but he doesn't make smart decisions. It, what's a pH balance? Ooh, sound like a reason to have attitude. See, that's well, stupid. I mean, that's stupid I don't tweet. Know. I think but, it. I think it all kind of comes down to right. Like if let let's let's say we look at Dogecoin and Dogecoin's at a dollar fifty right now. Then we're saying Meek Mill is a genius, right? So I don't think that necessarily. I don't think I would call this, him a genius of that either. Well, you're gonna have some people that will look at that and say, "Hey, Meek Mill bought in at fifty cents. Now it's a a dollar fifty. He's tripled his money. This guy is a genius. You know what I mean? You are gonna have some people that look at it that way. Um, but that's the that's reality. That's not really it's my like concern. Whether, well. I mean, you can do research and be wrong. You can do research and be right. I think yes. the issue is, right, one, it is a lack of research. But two, you know, what are you actually researching? You know what I mean? I guess my, my question is, I think, you know, when I ask people, hey, what is the utility that Dogecoin or Bitcoin provides that these other currencies don't have? People say, you know, it's decentralized and the government can't get it and they can never make any more. Like they can't add any more Bitcoin to the supply. And to be honest with you, I don't really think that those things are true. Um you know, even the, even the notion that, you know, the supply is fixed. Um, the reason why we have a non-fixed money supply today is because there was a reason why we needed to do that, right? There was probably a problem that occurred people. in the past. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is there was, a problem that, there was a problem that occurred in the past and we needed more money in our system in order to solve that problem. And so at one point, the, the money supply was probably fixed, but we had to unfix it in order to, you know, achieve a goal. So this whole idea that it's like decentralized and it's so different than all these other currencies, I don't necessarily buy that. Maybe some do, 
But at the end of the day, I think the ultimate test for me is, can I go down the street and buy a chopped cheese with it? You know, can I get a Sprite? Can I get a McDonald's? Yep. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. I need to see that places. utility and I need yes, to, and, and not only do I need to see that utility, but it has to be unhedged. Meaning, mm-hmm. if I say, hey, horse, I'll take my salary in Bitcoin. Someone might say, hey, like, you really love Bitcoin and you must be thinking it's going up, but I can just hedge out the currency risk. Meaning that my currency is paid to me in Bitcoin, but it's basically tracking the movement of the US dollar. So yes. I don't really have any exposure to Bitcoin. You get what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. raw exposure to Bitcoin or any crypto would mean that, you know, your pay would fluctuate with the with the value of that coin. Um, so I don't know. I think that's another issue I have with some of these cryptos. It's like, how can I have a, a medium of currency that isn't stable, right? I can pay my rent with it this week, but then next week I might only be able to pay a third of my rent with it. I think that that's another problem that needs to be kind of fixed or solved or thought about when it comes to crypto. All right, and I could cover that already. I mean, I've covered this a couple of times. Um, it's new. It's a new currency. Like, like any currency that's developed, it's going to be new at a point. So it's going to take time to, one, get spread out across the world and be used across the world or across a country or whatever place it's going to actually develop in. Um, and two, you, you have to let people still adopt it. There are multiple currencies out in this world, and there's no reason why more of them can't kind of take over. Bitcoin, I'm going to touch on that one right real quick because this is a big thing. Bitcoin is tracked on this blockchain. It's tracked on a blockchain, and that chain is informational online. So it can't be changed. So you can anybody has access to it, and you can look at it. It's pure data. So that's how they know it's a certain finite amount of Bitcoin. You can't make any more because the blockchain is secure. That's one of the probably most secure things at this point in crypto is those blockchains. And that's the reason why Bitcoin and Ethereum are at the top, because I think Ethereum is mainly used to kind of power the blockchain along with Bitcoin. Um I, don't quote me on this part, of course. Don't quote me on this part because I'm not completely sure. I'm not the best technical technical analysis on this one. Um, but the main thing that, that kind of puts it into finite or at least lets you keep track of everything, like what happens with the, the, the currency, how much of it is actually out there, how much of it ends up getting burnt or um, burn is just a, a way of saying like getting it out of the system. Um, how much of it gets burnt, that's all tracked on the blockchain, which people really can't touch. So, I mean, that, to address that one in the finite thing, that's the blockchain. Um, and, and, of course, like you're saying, like it needs, to be, it needs to be adopted more across the world. It takes time. It takes time for things like that to get adopted. As I've said, Shibu has been getting adopted in various places. It's getting adopted more in the UK-ish area and across the, uh, the sea from us in America. But America is going to be stubborn about it. That's the toughest thing. I don't think America's already had this conversation about it. Our, our Congress had a conversation about it. Our government's had conversations about it. And it doesn't want to adopt it. But the reality is, I think at an eventual point, it's going to have to adopt it. And that's going to where you're going to see a huge change in how cryptocurrency is even ran and how people outlook on it and how it's even adopted at that point. AMC's already talking about taking SHIB. The main one I focus on is SHIB because SHIB actually has plans. SHIB has a game coming out. They already started burning SHIB a while ago when they started selling their Shibu NFTs. Um, and then NFTs is a whole other thing that's attached to the blockchain. It's, it's, um, it's burnt in like Ethereum. That's how you purchase it. So there are various utilities for each one that's coming out. And I'm not going to talk about all of them. Like I said, like I could mention a few like Tezos. Tezos is one that I appreciate because I actually left money in Tezos over this whole time. And while the money has fluctuated because Tezos was six, I think it was like, it was like four or $6 at a certain point. It's like three twenty something right now, but it's been paying me back interest the whole time. At like a 4.63%. So I, I forgot about it. And I came back and I seen there's money in my, my Coinbase account. Um, so there's utility in them. It's just taking time. It's an adoption. That's the truth, though. At the end of the day, we have to allow the adoption to occur. I mean, it's not backed by anything but the blockchain, which is honest proof data right there. But I mean, at the end of the day, other things are not blocked by, I mean, other things are not backed by things that are so much even matter or like something that just or, or backed by people. Just because we believe in it, we have this social contract, i.e. the dollar, which is not backed by a gold. It's just backed by our trust in it, which is fine. It doesn't mean that you can't have trust in other things as well. Um, that's the main thing I kind of get across is like it's, it's new. So to criticize it so much and not give it the opportunity to actually grow like you've given a dollar and all these other things that narrows thousands of years to grow, it's not fair in that sense. The thing I will say that you do have cadence with is Bitcoin blew up way too fast. It blew up over this pandemic way too fast, and I think that's why we're seeing some cutback on it as well. I think Ethereum is a little more solid, especially because they've refined Ethereum, and they, they came out with a 2.0, so it's even cheaper to run and uses less energy. So it's not like they're not making the strides to actually make this a utility and make it efficient. It's just it's going to take time. Everything's take time. And the less people believe in it, of course, the more time it's going to take because it's going to have just fewer people kind of working on it and investing their time, their money, or whatever thought process into it. So, it, like I said, it's just going to take time. And you are right. Like, I'm not going to tell nobody to go out there and put $10,000 into a Bitcoin, Shibu, 
Ethereum, Tezos, um, what else is out there? Day. I wouldn't tell nobody to put ten thousand dollars. I mean, I wouldn't put ten thousand dollars. Take out the portfolio and take out a certain percentage. Five percent is my thing. If you got a hundred thousand dollar business, maybe not even put in that five K. Maybe put in like three K or something like that. If you need to experiment, but also go out there and do your research. If you don't look up the the, the information, if you don't look up the actual coin itself and you just buy it like an idiot and then it starts falling down. Really think about that. Did you really do what you need to do? You're going to fail a test like that. You're going you're gonna to lose your money like this in this situation. The stock market, the crypto market, all that stuff requires research. Unless you just feel like throwing money around, then that's on you. But that's the reality. Yeah. You have to do that research in anything. You make a lot of good points. And I'll just, I'll just kind of respond to a few of them. I mean, you mentioned blockchain in the beginning, which I think is a technology that has a lot of uh, promise. Um, yes. The one thing I would note about blockchain is it's not specific to cryptocurrency. Banks are actually very interested in using blockchain technology because of the fact that it's kind of unfungible, right? You mm -hmm. can't really mess with it or or or, or disturb any uh, transactions that are kind of completed. Um, so that's not specific to you know just crypto. Um, I think that's separate from crypto, and I think that that's something that people typically kind of mix the two together and associate like blockchain doing good with crypto doing good when they're kind of two separate things um the other thing i would i would, I would mention is like you know you, you you said you know judging crypto or some of these other currencies uh without giving them the time to grow is unfair and it's not like you know i'm like pro you know dollar and the euro and i'm like anti-crypto these are all just fiat currencies and they're all pretty laughable in my sense i wouldn't buy any of these with the idea being hey i'm buying this thinking that it's going to go up in the future because i have nothing to measure that on you get what i'm saying like if i'm buying walmart i'm probably over the long term thinking that they're going to sell more goods and groceries and things like that right like that's essentially what i'm saying when i'm buying crypto or i'm buying a dollar right like you're investing in the peso like you're just speculating on where you think the currency goes and they're all just kind of fiat currencies. We just kind of use them to, 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 to do the transactions in our life. I don't really see what makes, you know, the dollar any better than, you know, Dogecoin or crypto or the euro or vice versa with any of the currencies. You know what I mean? They're all just crypto currency. I mean, they're all fiat currencies. Excuse me. Um, and so, yeah, like, like you said, it's all the social contract. I guess for me, I guess my thing is like, why Bitcoin? Why ship? Why are these the currencies you know, that are going up 20, 30, 40, 100% in a year, and all the other currencies aren't doing that. You get what I'm saying? Like, the, the, the US dollar, I don't know if it's ever had a period. I don't know if we, you know, track the price of them. And and at one point, the US dollar and the euro and all these other currencies were going up, you know, twofold in a year, threefold in a year. But whenever I see something like that, that kind of puts a red flag in my, in, in my head. You know what I mean? I look at it and I say, okay, how long is an asset really going to be able to, to, to double every single year or triple yeah. every couple of years like that just doesn't really seem sustainable in the world of investing i don't really think crypto is an yeah, investment but if you want to classify it as that i don't think that that's sustainable and any story that we've heard in the past where something has grown that fast has typically ended poorly so i'm just mm -hmm. kind of using the historical context that we have and I, and i don't really see the the, the utility at least today um mm -hmm. and, and and to be honest with you i just don't really know like if i would look What's at it happen? as an investment yeah um yeah Question, and question, I, don't th I don't think you even have a, a way to reasonably make an estimate on what's going to happen, except just the fact that everyone can just say, hey, you know, Dogecoin's worth $5, and there's nothing to prove that it isn't worth $5. You get what I'm saying? Because there's no business underlying. Now, that's so there's, what, nothing to bring, it, it, there's nothing to bring the valuation down to earth because there is no business. You get what I'm saying? Like, that leads to my question, though. That leads to my question. So our dollar, it inflates throughout the year, correct? Because that's the reason why we have inflation set in place for our economy, no, that right? Depends. It inflates. That, that Either depends. way, is our I, the main question? It's not even about the dollar inflating, really. It's the question of what's our dollar backed by? It used to be backed by gold. What is it backed by now? I mean, our our dollar is backed by Federal Reserve, with the idea being that when you deposit your money into a bank, if the bank burns down or there's you know gets robbed or whatever, they will replace those dollars. All right, and it's backed just kind of by. I mean, that's what's backed it, it's, by. It's backed by our promise. It's backed by a promise. Essentially, yeah, at that point, I, they, they have, I mean, when it was backed by gold, I didn't have an argument for what it was worth. Um, and I wasn't around, of course, during that time. But when I learned that it used to be backed by gold and now it's not really backed by gold, it's not backed by anything. It can be determined. It can go up. It can go down. There's no backing except for our social contract on it. Now, when I reference the backing on, on any cryptocurrencies, and like I said, I'm going to keep referencing SHIB because that's the one I know. 
the thing that's backed by that is it. There's no business you say, but there's things that are utility attached to it. There are things that it's actually doing with the currency. Never mind it donating the currency to help COVID nineteen relief fund. That's just it trying to use its money to to turn it into to dollars. That's fair. But they're actually putting themselves in positions. They have a healthcare system with Shibu now starting up. They, like I said, I mentioned the well, my, video my game. Question, my question to you is there's a difference between people using SHIB or USD or Euros to mm -hmm. embark on a project and there's a versus like me running a business, you're buying shares of my company and then I'm distributing the profits to you. So like, yes, I can use SHIB and build a video game and you know, you can use SHIB to buy and sell, you know, skins on the video game or whatever the case may be is, but that's not SHIB's primary business. That's not like, there that's not you understand what i'm saying but like, that's, that's what i'm saying shibu, it's just shibu, though the shibu owners are making a video game and that's, when the video game if if the video game had success because i'm not gonna say that if when it has success if it has success that's gonna push up shibu's shibu shibu coins price now explain that relationship to me why would the price of shibu go up if they're making a video game the video game does good they make profits Right. Like, are they selling a video game? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, like SHIB isn't a corporation. It's a currency. no, it's a group. So that's the thing. We're just going to connect this to our NFTs as well. And I never thought about this before, but this is why I really started to realize about the NFTs. The NFTs aren't aren't um, the NFTs aren't are like art exclusively. They're not there just so you can actually like post it on your wallpaper or your computer and look cool. They're they're like memberships. They are groups. When you own this, you have access to more in this 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 exclusive group that's okay. what the let's, nfts let's, kind of look for let's jump let's jump into the nfts later but your question to me was but just they're what? related because shibu just, also made nfts with their shibu and that made shibu go up during the time when i gave when i sent you some and it was going crazy because they dropped the nfts and everybody was buying them and they sold well, out see, like less than a day when you when you say that you know shib went up because of this you don't actually have any proof that that's why it went up. You get what I'm saying? Like you're just you're just speculating on the price movement and some news articles that you read that may have a rationale behind why the stock market went up. Like the stock market I, went I down today, so people are going to say there were no news articles. It was just about the group. But 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 what I'm the saying value is of SHIB went price, up because they created a product that sold in right, Ethereum so on the blockchain. You, you, you don't you don't know that right because what, what i'm saying is when a stock goes up or down that just means people are buying or people are selling you don't know why but those people that's are the buying thing nowadays selling. but that's the thing nowadays john like even like social clout is almost profit in a sense so you in a way it's, it sucks but you kind of gotta look at it as like yo it has investment because it has popularity and it has a thought process behind it like well, no, social no, no, clout that, is a thing that's and it makes speculation. you speculation that's speculation. If you're going to speculate on the fact that Dogecoin or Shiba will, will go up because people are talking about it. and it's Is the market speculation? You can, you can make money on that. I'm not saying that you can't make money on that. That's not what yeah. I'm saying at all. I'm just it's saying okay. I wouldn't. Right, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm just saying I wouldn't call that an investment. You get what I'm saying? To me, I mean, an investment is different than speculating. No, well, they're, it's the, they're the market. The market can can be affected by speculation. So that's just the reality. Is like maybe my investment does be based on speculation, but the whole market can be based on speculation. You never know what the situation might be. If people are talking and it affects people because people hear it and they start selling it, this doesn't mean that they won't come out with a hundred million dollars the next year, actual actual profit. Right, like listen, that's the thing. Speculation so that's a can carry on, right now. but spec speculation cannot carry on indefinitely. Why? Because there are profits, tangible profits that these businesses produce, and eventually the market will respect the cash that's in the bank accounts of these businesses. For example, like you're seeing companies like Netflix and DoorDash, all those companies, they don't actually make a profit now, right? So those companies, their stock prices are going way, 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 way down, right? There's something that you can measure on, you know, this business doing poorly. You can't really do that with shit. There's no underlying asset. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to tell you, John. With cryptocurrencies, you measure the people who are using it. The same way with the dollar, you measure the amount of people that accept it and use it. With Mexico's peso, it's based on how many people use it, how much we see it as value. Okay, so and let me ask guess you this. What? We don't see no value in it because their country is. You get it? <laughs> so let me ask you this, right? So, are do more people use U.S. dollars in the world or Bitcoin in the world? A U.S. dollar, because Bitcoin is. Uh, I was about to say Bitcoin has a smaller amount. So if so, so all right. So would you say that you that Bitcoin has more utility than the U.S. dollar, or would you say the U.S. dollar has more utility? Bitcoin has more promise than the U.S. dollar at this current point. But we're, we're not talking um, about to be used as about currency. But, but that's, what, promise, that's what the investment is right no, now. That's so like, no, that's speculation. No, 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 that's speculation. What I'm saying, right? Like promise is speculation. 
We're talking that's about what I'm telling you. That's what the market is, though. That's literally what the market is right now. The market with, with cryptocurrency, with currencies, with currencies. I'm not talking about stocks. I'm not talking about businesses. I'm talking about with currencies. With currencies, that's literally what it is. You even said it before. The market I mean, can be based not, on speculation, not, even if a business no, I mean, makes profit. Listen, speculation is a part of every market. There's no market in the world that doesn't have speculation as a part of it. But the idea is economic reality is supposed to bring things in balance over time. So speculation and periods of speculation can last for an extremely long amount of time. Mm -hmm. But eventually economic reality will set in and bring things back down to where they need to be. So all I'm saying is in currencies, like there's speculation that go in currencies. There's speculation that goes on in stocks, bonds, any asset class that's out there. Right. Sure. So you can't get rid of speculation. All I'm so saying it, is that but, when you're but, investing in mm -hmm. in a currency or a crypto where there's no really way for you to measure, you know, the long term success of the of the underlying business because there is no underlying business, right? Difference that that's very on different a, than a stock on the thing, or a bond. I'm say that. No, I mean, they, that, you, they have their own utility because they're not. On they're the not but what I'm saying is. Like you can have utility, but not have an underlying business. You get what I'm saying? Like the dollar has utility, but it's not an underlying business. Like when Microsoft mm -hmm. uses US dollars to make computers and to sell Xboxes and to come out with games, I, I wouldn't say, you know, the US dollar is coming out with the game. No, people no, are using Microsoft the, is. Right, but, but because that's the business. So when you say SHIB is coming out with the game, what does that mean? And earlier you said that SHIB was a group. Yeah, I said if you look at them like groups, there are groups of people who are purchasing into a currency. NFTs connecting to the NFTs. That's what I was saying. But you said we're gonna talk about NFTs later, so I'm trying to push the group idea back then. Um, in that case, um, no, I mean, I, I, I was just trying to say that like SHIB isn't a corporation; it's the it's a currency. Right? right we're so talking then, about. But then it's gonna to lead to my next question. Though. That's a very important question. So, can you explain to me why these big businesses like J.P. Morgan and all these other banks are investing in? these cryptocurrencies if it's just speculation or are they just trying to make money do they believe in it are they trying to waste money that that's the question that's the um, question i mean then. listen because when, they, when you, there can't be nothing behind it if all these people are putting billions of dollars and millions of dollars into it i think that's a dangerous assumption anytime you have a, a, an assumption that kind of starts off like that that's probably a dangerous assumption no and no no, no, no. i'm not saying that like make, millions of dollars billion dollars without it but i've already done the research and then i see these things following they following us I mean, I'm just that saying. Bad too, I, to say like, following us, right, yeah, like, sounds kind of bad. <laughs> think, think about what has happened throughout history, right? Go back to 2008 when we were selling more housing prices that didn't have an income, right? Like stupid things go on in the world of finance, and especially when it when it leads to kind of you know unlimited amounts of money that can be made, like the case of Bitcoin. Like I said, for for crypto, for Dogecoin, you know, uh, Clark Ben, if we come out with a with a crypto right now and we say it's worth ten thousand dollars, nobody else tells us differently. It's worth ten thousand dollars. There's nothing. That's not true though. It'll be evaluated by it'll be evaluated by Coinbase and by other by by plenty of other bases, and they'll be like, "Yo, that's not reality." Because so, okay, what so, do you have? You have no people following you. You have no utility. You don't even have a real cryptocurrency unless okay. you actually made it. And we use the little, let me finish. And we use all our energy and our processes through a computer to actually make those finite and attach those to the blockchain. If we don't do that, we don't have anything. We're just saying something. We're running a scam. We're running a okay. scam at that point because we don't have anything attached. We don't have no proof. We don't even have it on the blockchain. It's a scam, right, and that's happened before. I'm not gonna act like that. It hasn't. That's happened with a couple cryptocurrencies that went popular. They were scams. I mean, all but that's not every single one. That, when you flip that onto the U.S. dollar, right? Like, look how much utility the U.S. dollar has. It has the most utility out of any currency that's on the planet right now. By the most think, powerful country in well, the planet, it's forced on everybody. You cannot go somewhere and think that the U.S. dollar is not going to be accepted. Like. Think about it. I mean, I'm 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 not really sure like w how that matters in terms of determining current utility because like that's what I'm focused on, right? Like, so if if your argument is you know one Bitcoin is worth what today like thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars? Uh, I don't know exactly. It's probably like thirty two thousand, thirty six, thirty eight thousand right now. Let's just call it thirty thousand just to be on on the on the on the conservative side. So that's one fair. U.S. So one Bitcoin. We're just gonna buy one of them. Right, one unit of the currency. You gonna buy one Bitcoin? 13. I ain't buying that shit. No, no. But what, I, but what I'm saying is, thinking about it in terms of just kind of the per unit, we've talked yeah. about the utility that dollars have. We talked about the utility that Bitcoin and these other other currencies have. But when I look at one Bitcoin, it's thirty thousand dollars. Like that just seems like everyone's getting so hopped up on the on this promise that you know what Bitcoin's gonna develop into. They're not looking at the utility that you actually get from the other currencies today. 
that don't even have a valuation that that's that that's big. Listen, listen, I'm not going to defend Bitcoin. I'm not. I only defend Sheep. When we had this conversation before, I only defended Shib. I say, if you want to learn more about Bitcoin, I could talk about little pieces, but you got to watch the two-hour video that gives you all the details on it. And listen, you like I said, you, you mentioned Dogecoin. I don't defend Doge. I was on Doge. I made my money off of it, but then I realized there was nothing to Doge. There was no utility. It was just a meme coin. So I sold it before it dropped down from its 26s and 27s. Um, like, that's just the truth. Like, I... You have to, you have to me, look at then, then, but 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 I'm not saying like that's the thing. One more question. And I know what I know what I know what it gets to you. Um, I know what gets to you, John. It's because there's thousands and thousands out there, and they just keep getting made every single day. So of course, it, eventually this is going to be a market or, or, or a thing that's going to end up dropping. But there are certain ones that I keep trying to tell you. There's not all of them that's going to survive. All of them are not worth your time. But there are certain ones that definitely can be adopted by our Congress that have been discussed about being adopted and that have been invested in by multiple people and by big corporations with the, with the consideration that it's going to be adopted. Like, that's just the truth. And, and I'm, like I said, it's not all thousands and thousands of, of, of cryptocurrencies. Like you said, we could start one right now, but it'll be a scam because we probably don't know how to do that. We probably don't know how to get on the blockchain. We'll just be spewing out our ass. But that's not everybody. Well, I mean, that's listen, not every single Dogecoin was a joke. And look how, and look how far is. it made up. Right, it that's still my is. So, so that's, that's but, my but whole that's, thing. That's all because these people currencies like to joke are jokes. But, 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 but look at it, John. All of them are John, look at it. Even the U.S. dollars are jokes. But, but look at it, John. Even, what was it? What was it? Harambe. Even Harambe got votes on the goddamn um, presidential election. Like, of course people are going to buy into stupid things. People really do invest their life into dumb shit. That's just the truth. Right, that, but that I happened. put my money and, into dumb shit, I guess is what I'm saying. Okay, but that's... Any significant you, I understand. Money. And I wouldn't do it either. I, I didn't... That's just the truth. If I see something that looks stupid or if I didn't realize it was stupid before, guess what? I got out. I got out. That's the thing. You have to do your research. And I keep saying it's not every single cryptocurrency. There are thousands out there. You can't just take the bottom half thousand and be like, yeah, this means all the cryptocurrencies suck. That's not how I it mean, works. I'm, and you I'm, can't take I'm, the top I'm, thousand I'm, and say that's all great. It's something that you have to come to reality. It's going to take time and a lot of them are going to get weeded out. I really do believe that we see thousands of cryptocurrencies now, but at the end of the day, in a few years, we're not going to see that many. It's probably not going to be more than, I want to say, 100 that's roaming around America or even across the world because reality is people are just kind of coming out with stuff just to put it out. Yeah, I mean, listen, my, my, my take on it is all cryptos and all currencies are the same. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is not a, you know, I don't like Dogecoin, I don't like SHIB, or I think that SHIB is worse or better than, you know, this crypto I think I look at them all the same. I look at cryptos the same way I look at the dollar, I look at the peso, I look at the the, the won. Like they're all the same to me. And I just don't see any, I just don't, I just don't think that people are going to be able to speculate successfully over the long term on the price of a currency. I mean, I might be wrong. It's really just not a game that I want to play. Um, no, you don't have to. And like I, I, said, and I, and I guess that that's, game. that's just for me. Um, Listen, I, I, I kind of nobody has you. to play the game. Nobody had to play the game when Bitcoin was $13, but I wish I did. I, mean, I wish I did wishes, play the game. Wish, wish they did in hindsight, right? But like, if 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 you lose, I mean, it, it it depends on how much money you have in it, which is why we kind of started off the segment talking about just like allocation, yeah, how much you should. But pay. like, you know, I I would not recommend people put significant amount of their money into this. That that's just into me. anything. Maybe I'm though. a little bit too. I, I wouldn't say into anything. I into anything except into for this. like ETHs and like uh, what's it like like your savings account things like that. But I would never tell you put ninety percent of your money into anything. That's stupid. Oh, you have I was to never live. saying I was never saying ninety percent, but I mean you can you know still have I mean. a pretty concentrated portfolio with you know twenty percent exposure, you know thirty percent yeah. exposure to crypto or something like that. I wouldn't do that. Is what is all I'm saying. I would do that with the stock. I don't have a problem with a stock representing a fifth of my portfolio. So if it's a good ass company and I've done a ton of research and I feel comfortable with it and I understand the fundamentals of the business, I'll invest. There's really no fundamental business to analyze when it comes to a currency. So I don't invest because there's no way for me to really analyze it aside from just speculating on news and current developments. You know what I mean? And my other question for you and now is like, we spoke about, I mean, even if people are using it, people, the same amount of people are using it, I would assume today as were yesterday or whatever the case may be, it hasn't drastically changed that much over the 30 days, but the, the valuation has come down drastically. The question I was no, it's to increased how right, many people that's been using it, even though it's been going down. You said it right. That's what yeah. I'm the saying, the right? number the number of people using people it and the valuation is going down. Yeah, but the number of people who are using SHIB is still continuing like going up. It's still growing. It's based on people who hold SHIB. Right. Um, that's and that's point. because so of the, the belief utility... in the actual use of utility because it's being used overseas already. Right. So what for I'm a saying whole is country. Like that, that, that actually kind of supports my argument because you have utility going up, more and more people using it, but the valuation of it is actually going down. Um. 
But we're in a bear market. measure the down. That's just reality. And it's right. the speculation so around the whole market is going down. So everybody's kind of that it, it's kind of leading to what you're saying, like speculation in this current moment, but it's speculation across the whole market. All right. And everybody's fine, right? losing I, money. Okay. But now this brings me to my next question. Before you talk, you talk you spoke about catching a falling knife and you know, not yeah, investing yeah. right now because it's a bear market. I completely disagree with you. I think now is the time when you invest. And listen, the market might drop another 20, 30%. Anytime stocks go down, the assets that you were about to buy the day before have just become become cheaper, right? So this idea that like you shouldn't invest when things are going down, that just doesn't really make any sense, right? Because like, let's say I was going to buy an Xbox. Xbox costs $500. If mm -hmm. it goes down to $400, I'm going to be excited. Why? I'm getting the same exact Xbox, right? And I'm getting it for cheaper. If it goes down to $300, I'm going to be even more excited. Stocks are the only asset out there um, that, you know, is it's weird, but I, I find that people get excited when it goes up and the stock gets more expensive. And when things go down, people don't realize that that's an opportunity. It's almost like a clearance. It's almost like a sale. You know what I mean? So I agree with you. I agree with you. But the reason I say don't catch a falling knife is because you could think that it's going to keep falling. All right, you know, I'm going to buy it at, let's say, 50 cents. And then it drops down to 10%. I mean, 10 cents, you lost money. Like you want to try to watch it. If it's on a, if it's on a spiral, you don't want to keep just trying to throw money into it and hope that's going to start going up. You want to actually know when things are kind of going to go up into it. Actually look at what's going on with the market. Actually measure the, um, uh, I'm forgetting the stock. Right, you would, I don't know the exact you would measure, it. you would measure the business. Like if you're doing that with no, the no, stock. No, no, I'm like talking about the, 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 the stock analysis. I'm talking about like the, the, I forgot the name of it. Crap. What's the name of the, um, the line graph, not the candlestick one. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Clark, then, right? Like, when it comes to any analysis that I feel like you're doing, I think, hold on, let me see. Let me see how I really want to phrase it because I don't want to get too. I was about to say, I'm talking about like stock technical analysis. So, like, taking the graph, measuring and guessing off, not guessing, but like looking at, like, all right, this is the pattern that we have going. This is where we could okay. go. This is where we could the, go. The, my, the reason I say don't catch a falling knife is because there are people who are literally idiots and will put, 30,000 all their money into it and this this is reference to the beginners because we did reference at the beginning somebody who's beginning if they get into it they might be scared people do that they'd be like oh you know the stock was going up and then it had a little it had a little dip or something like that and they're like oh you know but it's still falling people are like oh no no it's gonna go back up because everybody was just talking about it two days ago no nigga that's you a sell-off that's a sell-off you, you, you see how the rationale is it's gonna go up or it's gonna go down because x y and z was talking about but it that's the beginners like... that's what i'm trying to tell you if you don't actually know about the stock or the market or whatever it is and you're just looking at the line on the page you don't know even know the, know the analysis of the line on the page that's you just see that people are buying it to do your homework but that's i already said at the beginning john but no no, no. What, what i'm saying <laughs> is right like when, when you when you do your homework this is why this is the reason why i don't necessarily believe in like this don't catch a falling knife what, okay. I, what, what I look at is that if I see a stock and the stock is on sale, this is a $400 Xbox and it's on sale for $350. But you're talking I about an Xbox, to... though. Like, when you talk about an Xbox directly and, like, a product, once I buy the Xbox, it don't matter what it is, it's mine. Like, that's, that's in there. That stock continues to go down if I decide to buy it. It's not going to stay at, at $32 or whatever, you know? What it do, can go down. Own, what do you own when you buy a stock, right? When you purchase, when you go to the store and you purchase an Xbox, you get an Xbox, right? When you purchase stock, where do you get it? You're getting a piece of the business, not an Xbox or a product for the, the business. business, right? So if the stock price is going down, but the business is going up, is that a good buy? Yes, but Probably, I'm still going to wait right? until the stock. I'm gonna, I'm still going to wait until the stock until the stock price or the 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 thing bounces up and it actually looks but like you it's don't know that to go point. up. Like why why would you? But that's the point. Any... You wait till that point. But no, <laughs> that's wait. I mean. Hey, I mean, you can you can do it that way, but that's what I call market timing, right? You're waiting right. until like the exact perfect time to say, okay, now it's at the bottom. I don't do that one. Once understand, I understand, you're more of a long term is, investor. I mix it up. Once I, yeah, I mean, I, when I as soon as I see that a stock is on sale, I buy. If it continues to drop, I just keep buying more. I don't put all my money in all at once. Like, when, all right, it's on sale, so I'm gonna put all my money in. No, I'll, I, you know what I mean. I'll buy. I wait a week, continue to buy. If it keeps dropping, if it, if it goes up, I might stop buying. When, when, when stocks go down, I buy. You know what I mean? But so you're like, not a beginner as well. You know your research. You're not going in there and just seeing that. You're not just seeing the price and be like, oh, it's, on, it's going up, it's going down. You actually know the business behind it. People who get into stocks, they don't do that. Half the time, some people, when they first start off, they see some shit going up and then it starts to trail back down and they buy it because they think it's going to go skyrocket again. That's stupid. And as well, if you see something falling, it's not a bad idea to try to buy it. But all I'm saying is if you really care about your money and that investment, some people don't want to buy it when it's falling. They want to wait until it hits rock bottom and then it starts to climb back up and then to make sure that they're making only profit. But it just depends on your portfolio. It depends on if you're short-term, long-term, or a mix in the trading. 
That's just the right. truth. That's what it's really going down to. Is like if you're not doing your research and you're not you don't know what type of trading you want to do and you know what you're comfortable with, then you shouldn't be touching any of this shit. I mean, like, I mean, doing your research is, I think we can agree on that. Like, you have to do your research. I think yeah, the issue, and, but you should and, also and, know and, yourself. And one of the reasons why I don't like crypto is because people think that it's stocks and then they invest in it. And then if it goes wrong, then they're like, oh, like, not only because, like, think about it. People aren't doing the research for stocks and they're damn and they're not doing the research for crypto. You get what I'm saying? So you just have a whole bunch of people. But that's, that are, that's, that's, well, that's people the market aren't. problem. That's people problem. If you don't want to really see, be a now, part of now, this, this is my question. If, if I say, right, you're saying, Horace, you, you've done your research. Would you suggest that I buy ship today over a long term? Over the long term, yes, but I mean, because right like now, for example, the same question that I get is we were talking about uh, Bitcoin. We said Bitcoin is going to be hundred hundred thousand by two thousand. Not going on a thing because I've been saying John the whole time. Oh, I mean, <laughs> honestly, this is going to be a lot of cut up because that's fine. I, that's what I'm trying to get. At least keep it with John, so, so I can just keep it keep it all the same. Keep it all the same. Um, okay, so Bitcoin is supposed to be what do we say a hundred thousand? By 2020, 2025, 2026, they were saying it's supposed to go up to 100,000. But they were saying Ethereum is supposed to pass it as well along that stride. Okay. Up. That one, so I ain't going to lie to you. I, I can't touch on that one because I, I don't understand how the fuck they see that. I don't. But that's not my business in that situation. I don't invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> and I'm waiting for Ethereum 2.0 to come out. So I guess the only point that I would make on Bitcoin is, right, like if you're buying Bitcoin with the idea that, you know, the the... the the coin itself is going to be worth a million dollars in four years. But that's the thing, too. Like, like, I just with don't Bitcoin, see you gotta why it matters. Yeah, yeah but I mean, uh, it, it like, and this kind of applies to any cryptocurrency that has a uh, a long-term kind of price target that people think is actually going to materialize. All yeah. I'm getting at is, like, if you think Bitcoin is going to a $100,000 by 2026 or four years or whatever, mm -hmm. then why does it matter if you buy it at, you know, 35,000 or you buy it at 33,000 or 30,000. You get what I'm saying? Like, I would just Well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm speaking to the swing buy. traders who just don't care and they just put money into some shit. Like, you're speaking to the long-term investors, which I understand, but I'm speaking to the short-term niggas who literally just just bet on shit like Meek Mill. Just bet on dumb shit like Meek Mill. And those people don't think about it half the time, bro. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, it's a different matter in the situation. Me and you having this conversation is a whole different thing than if we put some person in here who hasn't invested a day in their life or just saw the stock market last week and said, fuck it, I want to get into it. I promise you they're going to bring some more dumb shit. And they're probably going to double down on the on the things that you're kind of, like, um, you're speaking to about, about like, cryptocurrency. They won't even be know how to respond to that shit because they don't know anything. They just know it's popular. That's what I'm saying. Like, even at the beginning of this, you brought it up. For the beginning investors, they, 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 they get scared of it because they're not doing anything. They're just they're beginners. They're not even thinking about it. They're just diving in this shit because they see money and they think they're going to make money. Be realistic when you get I into mean, stocks. I mean, is it crazy to anything. say that that's not the majority of people that transact in, in, the, in the crypto market? Because I, I like, even when you're talking about before, like, sure. these, I can only speak these to huge institutions, I think a lot of times these huge institutions are are like building out these you know crypto desks or whatever the case may be is because they can just make money handling the transactions like that's what coinbase Short does time. it doesn't matter if the stock go if the if the currency goes up or down as long as people are trading it because that's where they make their money you know what i mean so i think you know when you see these Short institutions time. that are coming out and they're quote unquote supporting these these trends i think you have to step back take a step back and see are they really supporting these trends or are they just trying to make money off of these trends is there an opportunity you're trying to capitalize on because nine times out of ten, that is the case. I wouldn't bet that there's any, you know, wise capital of, I mean, steward of capital that's out there with a significant portion of the assets they're managing in a, in a cryptocurrency. I'd be shocked. And well, I, I would be shocked, too, because if any major business had not had anything before this and then just invested in cryptocurrency, they aren't a major business. <laughs> they don't have no money. In my essential, I don't think any business can do that. They, of course, majority of this stuff is going to be a dollar or whatever else, because that's what they were. That's how they got to the point where they're at now. And cryptocurrencies came out like ten years ago, and then really only started getting steam over the last like five years. So, no, of course, the majority of their, their portfolio shouldn't be that. Uh, you probably see that a lot more amongst people who are what younger, who are just getting into investing because they heard about it on the news or on Twitter or whatever, but they didn't do no research behind it. Don't know what it is. Just know that it has a dog on it and people are buying it. And then they end up buying Doge instead of shit or something like that. You see, if you are a beginner investor, because this is probably the best way we can kind of close this out. Please do your research. Please consider what type of trading you want to do. If you are into swing trading, short term or long term trading, really consider what you feel most comfortable with. Consider your financial situation and how much money you can actually put aside to take those risks. Because no, no matter what you do, we are not financial advisors. I forgot to say at the beginning. 
Um, and any investment that you you decide to make in, you have to have foolproof and 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 full confidence that if it does go well, you cool with it, and if it doesn't go well, you can recover from it. That's just the reality, though, with anything that you decide to invest in, whether it's crypto, business, stock, your friend, I don't know, hair company or whatever the fuck it might be. Just make sure that you're doing what you need to do on your end. We are not financial advisors. That's fact. <laughs> Definitely do your research. Understand what you're what you're putting your money into. I mean, if you're operating on a short term basis, realize that you're speculating. If you're operating on a long term basis, that's what you call investing. Um and do research. Never take anything at face value. You know what I mean? If I tell you the sky is blue, go check that out for yourself. You know what I mean? If I tell you this is a good stock to buy or a bad stock to buy, or I say, you know, Dogecoin is trash and SHIB is, is the shit, like verify that for yourself. Um, that's ult- ultimately what it kind of comes back down to. And make sure you understand something, right? Because ask yourself, right? If I buy this right now and it drops by 50%, am I going to sell it? I mean, if, if the answer is yes, you're probably speculating. And if that's your strategy, then go ahead. But if you're calling yourself an investor and you buy something and it drops by 50% and you're scared because you don't know what you've bought or you don't know what you've invested in and why it's going down, then you really yeah. have to look yourself and, and figure out, okay, do I really know what am I doing or am I just kind of like running around with my head cut off? Do you really um, know what a peach balance is, Meek Mill? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with, with Meek. I mean, let's, let's also <laughs> jump into the... Uh, the nfts i want to talk about that for a little bit too uh so yeah nfts like i said they're they're more of memberships um membership type of things than anything else they're like a it's like a baseball card i guess sometimes too if you want to put it that way um i started to realize that that eighth one that's going around a lot of people especially a lot of celebrities but one of my boys was able to get one and he told me it's like an exclusive club. Like they'll send you like offers and things like that. Apparently, one of them leads to like a yacht type of club where they invite you to to these parties. And it's exclusive to you owning the NFT. There's no price. There's no charge for it after that point because you already bought the NFT for whatever amount of money. And it's worth thousands and thousands at this point. Um, and of course, like I said, similar to cryptocurrencies, there are thousands of NFTs out there. I can make an NFT right now. It's going to cost me 56000 I mean, $56 and probably like Ethereum. So I had to buy Ethereum to make the gas fee. So it's an NFT and it's actually official to the blockchain. So it's a one of one or a one of 100 or whatever outside to do with it. But at the end of the day, it still may not be worth anything because I'm not offering anything attached to that except for the art. And there are some NFTs that are exclusively just art. And people have admired them because there are people out there dropping, what, their music as NFTs. I think Mick Jenkins, one of my favorite artists, check him out. He's from Alabama and Chicago. Uh, he lived in between the two. Um, he he made an NFT song about a year ago and released it. And that's sort of like one of the only NFTs that he's ever done. And it was just something exclusive. He said, let me release an NFT type of thing. Um, it's not special. It's, it's, a, it's a, one of his smooth songs. The art on it is not special. But it's ownership of an exclusive moment almost in a way. Um but like I said, not all of them are worth something. It just depends on who it comes from and the utility or the things that you get attached to that membership or owning that certain piece of the blockchain or burn of Ethereum, you know, which yeah. is weird. I still think it's odd. I think it's it's a good idea because, I mean, baseball cards and all that stuff aren't really worth anything. And membership listing is, you know, depends on how you want to look through membership listing but like that's almost like a discord type of membership listing you pay money we get you exclusive things to our group yeah i mean i I don't i don't necessarily have any issue with the nft i guess my confusion just kind of comes from is just like how is this any different than kind of like what you said before like baseball cards or art or anything like that i get the whole idea is that it goes through the blockchain so it can never be reproduced or whatever the case may be is but like isn't that like the same as like Michelangelo, like signing the painting? Like there's only one Michelangelo. I mean, you can, you can forge, but I mean, I guess anything can be forged. So like this idea that like NFTs are like new and exciting, you're going to make a ton of money off it. Like I hope, you know, people use it to make money. One of the things that I thought was cool, the concept at least was that like a, a, a rap artist could potentially sell an NFT to his fans um, mm-hmm. to raise capital in order to make a, make an album. And then as that, that album sells, those fans get, you know royalties off of each sale i think that's yeah. an awesome idea i think my my only question is like why couldn't you just do that with a piece of art or you know any other type of artwork right because like what's what people are buying is they're buying this work of art that is rare by means of the blockchain is that correct yes but that's that i'm trying to tell you it's not about the art it's about the art for some people but it's really not about the art nowadays like it was about the art at the beginning but it's about the membership listing that you get attached with it it's about okay. it's so about it's all, it's all about the perks. 
it's you're essentially buy, of, of you're buying a membership perks. card. So there's yes. nothing really unique about an NFT. It's just that each NFT has a different piece of artwork and there's different perks that's attached to it. It's like your membership card. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm fine with that. I I just I'm, I'm I guess I'm just a little bit confused as to like why everybody is screaming NFT like everybody's gonna get rich off of NFTs like because everybody because because it's almost like the new are crypto getting rich off of it that's the truth like people are getting rich off it people are making NFTs that are selling to like people who actually have money and want to buy it um but most of that is really one I'm gonna say this right now because Tory Lanez did this he was the NFT BS it did not make a hundred thousand it did not make a million even though it sold out in like ten minutes. It did not do anything. He, I don't even think he knew what he was doing when he dropped those NFTs. But like I said, when we referenced the eight one, that one's making money because people are selling a membership to a certain type of perk and a certain club. That's why you see it ringing off. Like anything that you see that you're like, oh, this is an NFT and it's going crazy online and it, it looks stupid or it's not that amazing. I promise you the membership and the perks that are attached to it, even some of them have special perks. So like, I guess, what's a, what's a good example? Like some of them are, are animated. There we go. Some of them are animated, so they can actually move. They'll, they have, like, the head spinning or whatever. And I assume, I don't know this for sure, I'm pretty sure those are going those to give you, like, exclusive perks. Like, you're a higher rank type of member in that club or that society or whatever it is. So you'll get invited to more stuff. Or you'll receive these type of benefits. Um, so really, that's what the NFTs are starting to turn into a Discord. It's, it's more for your exclusive fan bases and for those, for those exclusive clubs. Um, Illuminati and all that type of stuff. Whatever you, however deep you need to get, you know. Um, that's why we talk. That's why I told you about the the ones that we're kind of considering starting over here, um, with me and Dev, and then um, me and you. Of course, we talked about the possibility of having NFT memberships through this. Like we started Discord, or member, or create NFTs, and then if we have enough people following, you know, we can distribute those NFTs. People can buy them for maybe even not that much, like fifty dollars. But then the pricing goes up as we provide perks to those, and people sell them even more. Word. Yeah. I guess I mean they're they're pretty simple I guess in that sense. I, but they uh, run on crypto. You got to burn crypto think, to get and to I think, it. And I think that's what's what's sending everybody <laughs> into a rage point. again is that you know there's crypto attached to it, so everybody just automatically sees riches. I was reading a book and it was basically saying that like good investors just kind of rely on human nature, right? And as long yes. as humans are around, they're always going to want to get rich quick. Like that's never going to yes. kind of leave the human kind of a uh, mental kind of framework i guess and so you'll always have people that kind of want to just pile into the next thing that promises a quick return and i mean hey if it happens i think the thing is just like for every you know 10 people that get rich there's probably you know another 50 that lose a lot of their money um because they just don't know what they're doing you know what i mean like you said before the people that are going into these things they're not doing research um and so i just think that that is not a recipe for success no, it's not. But always remember, though, people are power, especially in numbers. And we appreciate the numbers out there that we are getting. Keep coming in, y'all. Keep coming in. Yeah, you like that? I mean, shit. Like for, all of the, uh, <laughs> for all of the crypto people out there, what we should really do is just pick one crypto and, invest and the everybody just put that. their money in it and just uh, speculate the shit out of it. To be honest, though, we could do that, but I'm not doing that shit with Bitcoin and Ethereum because I'm not going to make no fucking money. Wait. I can't buy that shit. That's market <laughs> manipulation. I take that back. We're not doing that. We are, not <laughs> <laughs> we are not financial advisors. Don't do that shit. We lied. We, we're joking. We wasn't serious. <laughs> I don't know how many times I can't say this enough, though, but we really aren't financial advisors. Please don't, don't, don't sue us. Don't go out there and tell people that we told you to do this. I promise you we didn't. I, I'm putting the shit at the beginning, too. I'm repeat it. 